Welcome to Off The Cut, a podcast where we talk about building, making, and answering all of your questions. I'm Eric from Spensley Design Co. And I'm Zach from Zach Builds. If you have a question that you would like us to answer on air, you can send it to offthecutpodcast at gmail.com. You can find both of us on YouTube, Instagram, and unfortunately, because we have to keep up with kids, you can find us on TikTok too. All right, now let's get into the show. What? What? Sorry. False start. <laughs> false start. Oh, this is a go, false go. start. Well, this is going in the show anyway. <laughs> yeah. This is real life. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Off the Cut episode thirty-two. We're up in up in Canada today. Is known as Tuesday, September twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. But here in Ohio, today is respectfully dedicated to the food of the day: chocolate milk. Oh, I love me some chocolate milk. I'm still thrown off by this, like food of the day thing yeah when and it's like, and it's drinks. drink yeah well sometimes it's like a breakfast buffet you're like that's not really food now is a, it that's like an event yeah yeah huh. well i mean the big dairy lobby obviously just shoehorned in the uh the the chocolate milk because uh i think Corey was asking if we heard any good conspiracy theories lately i'm just gonna jump right into the questions the dairy <laughs> the dairy yeah big dairy they're they're yeah. ruling everything they're pulling all the strings behind the scenes well, I mean, you heard the whole the deal back in the day. Like in Canada, they have that whole like got milk campaign. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I guess like the dairy lobbyists put in just like a buttload of cash into all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. that's why like it was like non stop dairy marketing in like the early 2000s. Dude, it was insane. I remember that. Yeah. Like being a kid, like every other TV commercial was like something to do with milk. Right. Yeah. That's, I was kind of kidding, but now that you say it, that's like, it's, it's no, really no, no, no. I'm dead serious. I know, about I know, that. I know. And I've heard that there's like a strategic milk reserve. There's There was some weirdness. Like I was, a gold reserve? Yeah, kind of. There was some weirdness hmm. that I was reading about recently where like the Canadians have like this big, um, like reserve of milk and then if the price gets too high they like release milk out of this reserve and there were a bunch of american companies that were really angry about it because they couldn't compete i have no idea but i love that i love it so um, okay go ahead ahead. you go ahead i was gonna say i finally got one of these um like yeti koozie oh yeah the little the the can guys yeah they're great I, uh, this is what I use my Amazon affiliate money for this month. (laughs) Well, I probably bought you that after the, yeah, I think so. Festival stuff I bought. Yeah. So thank you. (laughs) If it ever went through. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Keep your drinks cold. So where do you stand on chocolate milk? Are you like a, like a Yoohoo? Are you going to be like a, like a Nestle syrup, like make your own, like, Um, like right out of a jug? Great question. Great question. So, now making it with the I, I love the syrup and I did that as a kid, but I won't do that now. It's too much work. Um, yeah. We I don't think we really have YooHoo up here in Canada, though I am familiar with it. We don't. You're really, not missing anything. <laughs> okay, there's two companies here in Canada that make milk, and one is Nielsen's and one is Seal Test, and obviously they both make chocolate milk. Yeah. Uh, Nielsen's is garbage, and people who like that can just they can go. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it family friendly. I was going to say they could, you know, eat. A they were not on the after like show that. yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but Seal Test is is where it's at. Seal Test is okay. the best chocolate milk you've ever had. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Dude, I am still a huge fan of how your milk comes in bags. In bags, yeah. It's you know, so much smarter. It's funny. It is, yeah, it, it does work really well because, you know, a big milk carton or whatever, when you go to put that thing in the garbage can, it takes up a lot a of space. But the, yeah. the bag is like, it takes up no space at all. I very, well, I don't really buy milk now because I'm an adult. Yeah. Um, but I, when I buy cream, it's usually in the cartons. And I wish they would make little bags. I think that would be good. <laughs> but what would you put the little bag in? Just like Just a, a, like a, a plastic milk. cup? Yeah, like a little milk jug. Like the same thing you put the big bags in, just shrunken down. Just a miniature cute. version, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. I remember okay. being a kid. My mom, I think, had like a little creamer thing. Like it was like a, a little container that you kept like creating. a like a like a ramekin like a ceramic yeah, thing yeah kind of something like yeah. that it was like a but it had like a it was like almost like a little teapot that you would pour <laughs> your cream out of I see I don't remember that no but I honestly don't I don't really remember my parents getting coffee yeah, or maybe that's they just true. like get it from like Tim Hortons or whatever yeah that's interesting I don't really ever remember my parents getting coffee either huh but they must have. They, but I mean, they definitely had one of those like real crappy like Mister Coffee. Oh, of course, everybody. Did. Coffee makers. It's ubiquitous. You, you like, I think the police would kick down your door and arrest you if you didn't have one. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I don't know. I never thought about that much. Hmm. But all right, so we got we got a lot of we got a lot of things to talk about. It's enough yeah, chocolate milk conspiracy. <laughs> um, what do we want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about the YouTube Shorts? Do you want to talk about some new announcements you want to talk about what we're working on you pick man. um well what announcements do we have we got the you want to uh, talk about discord oh yeah light that up okay so we just unlocked or we just added a new um bonus for our patrons what mm-hmm. <laughs> the spongebob monk. oh <laughs> everybody on the live stream there we go that's yeah. a spongebob squarepants mug man <laughs> So we just added a uh, Discord channel for the Off the Cup podcast where people can ask questions and you can just interact and have fun there. Um, so are we going to make that strictly for patrons right now? Yes. Okay. Okay. Right so- now it's just patrons. Um, uh, to be honest with you, I have no idea what a Discord is. Yes. Um, I think I set it up. Well, but then I was told I didn't. Oh. So last night, uh, I shout out to our resident Pokemon trainer and uh, Discord setter upper <laughs> uh, Brock Trahan. We hopped on. I hopped on a call with him last night. Had a little video chat, and I, uh, I think we're we're set up correctly now. Okay. And if sweet. we're not, message him because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> it's funny. I was actually on a Discord chat with another one of our patrons. Uh, Last night, I was talking to Jason Grissom. He was helping me mm. with some 3D modeling. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, Discord is actually pretty handy. I, I'm still very much a boomer when it comes to it. Like, I don't really understand how to use it properly. But Dude, uh, I never even heard of it. So it's, on, tell me and the listeners what the hell it is. Yeah, so Discord is kind of like a hybrid between a chat, a streaming uh, service, and I don't know, like, you know, it's like instant messaging um, okay. but the way it works is you can create a server, which is like a collection of chat rooms. So you can create different rooms for different topics. Like we could okay. have a like general chat. We could have like a questions chat and it just allows you to moderate them. You get a lot of, you can be very granular in your approach to, you know, you can make 
I could make like uh, Brock could be the moderator of the general chat and then Jason could be like the moderator of the um, of the questions chat. And we could, okay. you know, you can kind of work on stuff like that. And you can also huh. live stream. So we could potentially do the off the cut live stream on Discord. It's inception, man. Yeah, it's it's it is all very confusing and you can share files. I'm trying to think what else you can do. You can have like little side chats with people. So <clears throat> it's just a very powerful instant messaging service. I think the cool thing that I was being educated about last night when I was talking to Brock is the idea that people in the audience can have these conversations without necessarily us needing to be involved. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It truly does make like a community. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like somebody could ask a question and then somebody else could respond to it and like have a follow up and. You know, the the audience could discuss the type of things that they want us to talk about on the show. So it gets a little bit of the friction out of the way and it makes it just a little bit more informal, which I'm all for. And full transparency. Uh, Patreon sucks as far as like being a creator on it. I'll log in sometimes and I'll find that I have like a message from somebody from like two months ago Yeah, that yeah. I never got a notification about. But then someone else can like literally send me a message five minutes ago Yeah, and I get notified about it. Yeah, and it pops right up. It's so weird. It's completely arbitrary. Doesn't make any sense. Discord, I have my issues with Discord too. It can be a little glitchy <clears> at times, but uh, eh, whatever. We'll work through it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but for anybody who wants to join that. Uh, yes. That's a Patreon perk, yes. as well as the after show. Uh, we might open it up to the every listener. I don't. I don't know. Maybe we could have. Well, that's the nice thing about Discord is we could have like a tier for patrons. Like we could have a special patron chat, oh. and then we could have a general chat. Actually, you know what? We should almost definitely do that because that's a really easy way that people can submit questions to us. Okay. Yeah, we should. We'll yeah, do, fine we'll, yeah, let's we'll open it up to everybody as soon as we figure out how to do it. Sure. <laughs> OK, if if you can figure that out, I actually still have to figure out how to get you on that. Yes, I am still <laughs> not on it yet, because I think you probably logged in with your discord account. You connected that to. Yeah, well, anyways, probably. We'll, we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. We'll get it all, all, all fired up. Yeah, but uh, let's see. Uh, that's out of the way. Got any other the other thing we wanted to talk about, any other announcement? I don't think so. Okay. You got okay. anything you need to announce? No, I don't think so. So let's talk about something that I have been vehemently against. Yeah, you want to do the shorts conversation? Yeah, for, for a long period of time. YouTube yeah. shorts. Yes. But f- before you start talking about your success, yeah. did you see, humble brag, <laughs> did, you see, did you see the email that the YouTube creator thingy sent out? Yeah. Um, maybe a week or two ago. I think so. The one where they're going to start monetizing shorts in the, 2023. In 2023, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's huge. Yes. It's also kind of interesting, though. So, one, they set the bar for monetization like really high. I think. You oh, really? Ha- yeah. I think you have to have a thousand subscribers, which that's not uh, that's not a high <laughs> bar. But no. I think you need to have something like 9 million views in the last 90 days in order to be eligible. Wait, wait, wait. 
Yeah, let me just on shorts. I, I'm pretty sure just on shorts. It might be channel wide, but even channel wide, that's still really. Dude, I don't even have nine million channel wide. I know exactly. I'm sure you probably don't either. No, I don't. So hold on. Let me let me make sure I'm not. I'm just talking complete garbage here. Uh, that's craziness. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I was reading through it and I was pretty surprised. So am I going to have to delete my shorts only account? Is that effectively useless now? It might be. It might be. Oh, not man. that I've looked at that in six months, but. Uh, well, this is making this is not making for good podcast. Me reading through my emails to try and find it. But I'll, yeah. I'll look after the show and we can discuss. Um, okay. But yeah, I started posting shorts because I YouTube just spams you with creator emails like, hey, have you tried shorts yet? You should really try shorts. Yeah. I was like, OK, they're you know, they're hinting at this pretty hard. I should give it a shot. Yeah. Um. So I took some just reels, essentially, that I had created for Instagram and I posted them on on YouTube and it's been going really well. I mean, I think in the last couple of days, I've had something like three million views on my shorts Dude, that's bananas. Yeah, it's really only two or three of them. Um, but yeah, it's gained me like, you know, 5,000 subscribers, something like that. So, OK, yeah, OK. I mean, yeah. I think if they're telling you to do it, they're probably behind the scenes tweaking the algorithm to incentivize people to do it. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of an easy way to grow your channel right now. Like there was a thing a while ago when they first ena enabled community polls like, you know, you have a oh, little community yeah. tab on YouTube. People started doing that and they their polls would just go viral because people would interact with them. And then that was a way to grow your channel. So I assume over the next six months to a year, the momentum on shorts will kind of die out a little bit as more and more creators hop on it. Yeah. But I kind of feel like there's a little bit of an opportunity right now to, you know, kind of supercharge the growth of your channel a little bit. So I'm going to keep doing it for a bit. That's kind of how I felt like when it first started out. I heard so many people talking about yeah. it. So I was like, all right, dude, let's go. I'm yeah. going to put some shorts out. Yeah. And I'd get shorts that would get like 11 views. Yes. Yeah, me too. Until like, until what? recently. So I don't know if it's one of these things like when I first started po posting on TikTok, my first, you know, five, six videos got nothing. And then the seventh one all of a sudden went to a million views. So yeah. I don't know if it's one of these things where they like they make sure you're going to do it a little like they don't give you all the views up front. You have to earn it a little bit or something like that. Or they're okay. just trying to figure out how to sort your content in the algorithm, whatever it is. Who knows? That's fair. Um, so I think you got to do it for a little bit. And now that I've had those I had two or three videos really pop off, some of the ones that I posted, you know, last year year or six months ago or whatever are now starting to get tens of thousands of views too. So, hmm. yeah. So let me ask you like uh, interaction wise. Yeah. When I first started posting shorts, I got, and again, this is, you know, a small subset of people, yeah. but it seemed like more people were pissed off about the shorts. Oh, interesting. Then before I'd post them. Have you gotten a lot of negative feedback? Not, I've gotten nothing from any of my subscribers. I mean, anytime you have a video go at least semi-viral, you're going to sure. have all sorts of troll comments and stuff Political like that. Political rants. Yeah, so I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten a lot of those, but I haven't had... Uh, none of my subscribers have said anything. So Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And my thought is, like, if you don't want to watch... Like, like I was telling you before we 
joined and I was like double checking that your voice was working. Yeah. I was like, oh, Zach, now you're the dick that shows up on my subscription tab. <laughs> yeah. I have to X out of your short. Yeah. That's the I'm thing. Sorry. If you don't want to watch it, just don't watch it. Just don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. No one's forcing you to watch yeah. it. Yeah. But I, I do, I think, uh, again, I kind of think you're the oddball here and that you actually use your mm-hmm. subscription tab. I don't yeah. think many people actually use that. So, yeah, I think. Uh, I've noticed on like the YouTube app, mm-hmm. like for your phone now, because again, I'm a subscription tab guy. Yeah. And if I go on my subscription tab, you typically like, you know, scroll down there are a bunch of videos or whatever. Yeah. And then beforehand it would show each individual short as like a different block oh now it's just like they're real small just says shorts and there's like seven across the screen oh yeah look at that mine's actually only three across the screen that's kind of weird yeah whatever number it is but it's much less invasive yes so i think that for people like me it's not going to be as noticeable anymore so yeah i don't know dude i think i'm gonna give it a shot yeah give it a shot dude just Take whatever your best performing Instagram reels are and post those because, you know, they're good, high quality videos that get lots of views, right? Yeah. So my thought is something that uh, they're kind of hit and miss for me. Some of them do really well. Yeah. I basically make a reel that's like a whole highlight of a video. So it's yes. like a one minute like yeah. overview of how the whole project was yeah. done. Does something like that perform well. I don't know. I haven't actually tried any of those. I've actually just been trying like little pieces. I so like your tips and tricks kind exactly, of exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't okay. tried any bit because I was thinking they might be great ways to promote the bigger video, right? You create like a thirty seconds a one minute highlight reel of yeah. a bigger video, and yep. that goes viral and it might bring attention. So far, that hasn't worked for me. I haven't seen a lot of crossover. Obviously, some. But yeah. it's like, I, you know, uh, one of the videos has, I think, let's see, it has 1.3 million views. Nice. And I did, uh, and it's a, a clip from a bigger video. And I linked to the bigger video in the video description. I also did that, you know, the, the card at the end of the video, at the end of the yeah. short linking to the video. And I haven't seen any noticeable uptick in the views of the video that the clip is from. That's because if you actually watch the short, it's really difficult to actually view the description of the video. Yeah, yeah. But even I don't like I honestly I don't really use YouTube shorts. Does, does that card pop up at the end? No. Oh, okay. It's only if you literally like go to a creator's page and like click explicitly seek out the video clicking uh. on it. As if you want to watch it. So for me, okay. I don't put any description or like any cards, any of that kind of stuff okay. with any of the thumbnail or any of the shorts that I ever I have ever done. Interesting. Interesting. Not saying okay. that's the right method, yeah. but I don't know. I so it the views were really interesting on some of these shorts too. So one of them I posted last week just before oh, actually on the Tuesday we were supposed to do the podcast. So I posted yeah. the short at about five PM. And I checked my YouTube studio thing like an hour later. I was like, oh, crap, I have 300,000 views on this video. And then flatlined for five days or something like that. Just kind of hung out around 300,000. Like it was like collecting a couple thousand views, couple thousand views from here. And then all of a sudden it just went to the moon again. So 
I really do think they're like still tweaking their algorithm or trying to figure out how to properly distribute these videos. All right. I've got a boatload of things. Okay. I'll throw like one out a week. Yeah. Just yeah. to test it. Yeah. I'm but not... I'm going to make sure they're of their valuable. Yes. I'm not going to spam people with, you know, like low effort shorts. I'm going to try and keep them as just like the high quality stuff from my Instagram and TikTok. TikTok's where all the spam goes, though. <laughs> oh, dude, I spam the hell out of TikTok. <laughs> like, I no shame. I'll post a five second clip of me just like running a, ra- a router over edge, breaking it. Yeah. And it gets like 300,000 views. That's all you need. Which is, I mean, you get bankrolled for that. You might get like five cents for that video. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking of, I don't know how it works, but I have made some money from my shorts. So, okay. uh, not like, hold on, let me pull up the analytics. So this one has 1.4 million views. You got $30. $5.60. So, so that's if people go and watch the video, not in like, like the shorts viewing thing. If they watch it like in their normal feed, I guess. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's weird. It is it's weird. weird. YouTube really needs to figure out how they're how they're going to integrate shorts. Cause it seems like yeah. they're trying to mash together two different systems right now. It's not working very well. And no, kind of like their whole community thing is garbage. Yes, exactly. Same with putting right. stories on, on YouTube. You're wasting your time. I don't even know how you can only do it through your phone. I think. Right. But, but you have to do it through the nightmare. YouTube app, not the YouTube studio app. Uh, I, I don't think. know. I think, you know what I want? Um, any, Software programmers listening right now, I'm sure there's tons of you. I want an app that takes a story that I make and sends it to TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Yeah, but you know they, that would never work. Why not? I just, I feel like that's one of those like third-party app things that all these different platforms like block and stuff Yeah, they like would that. try and shut it down for sure. But it would yeah. be like a glorious like two-month run where it actually worked. Because I don't have a ton of time to do stories on all three platforms. That's crazy. Hell no. I barely have enough time to do stories as it is. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. so I'm, I'll put out a short. Okay. But I want to put it out after this video that I think I'm going to put out tomorrow. Okay. So I'm, you know, I'm sure you didn't see this because I did stories about today. I... I realized that that one video that I did last time, the I lost half my business video, mm-hmm. it kind of like ended at a cliffhanger. Like I'm done, but yeah. I got my account back. Yeah. So I realized that I can't really publish another video without closing that story. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause if I just put another project video out, people would be like, well, did you get your account back? How did you get it back? Uh, so many questions, right? Yeah. So I realized that I have to close the story. So I okay. wrote a whole script. Yeah. That's going to be basically, um, here's all of the different ways that I went about trying to get my account back. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what finally worked. And, you know, there's more to go into that, right? Yeah. So I wrote that script this morning. It was like 4,500 words. Okay. I did a story and I was like, Hey, John from Lincoln Street and Scott Walsh, 
you guys were so right about this like teleprompter thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start recording my video right now. I did that entire video in under an hour of recording it. Wow. 4,500 words. That's a lot. Yeah. So it was like 50 minutes worth of footage. And that's like where you literally press record, go walk in front of the camera. Yeah. And then like get your teleprompter set up. Yeah. And I did it in like an hour. I, then crazy. I cut up all the footage real quick and it's a 28 minute video. Wow. That I recorded in an hour. I was like, holy Damn. smokes. That's yeah. crazy. I've, I use a teleprompter, but I still find it makes me even more of a perfectionist. Mm. I'll be like, yeah, I read that right. But did I really put the right emphasis on this word and that word? And yeah. So sometimes it drives me to be more of a perfectionist. Oh, um, so I do still use it occasionally, but I it's kind of sparingly. But I've never tried to record like I've never scripted out a video that's forty five hundred words before. Usually I just script like the intros to my video. So it's like, you know, a right. page of text. Right. Yeah. But if you were doing a 25, 30 minute talking head video. Oh, God. Yeah, for sure. With no with no teleprompter. How long do you think that would have taken you? At oh. least four or five hours. Uh, I, I think it would actually be multiple days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was like if your things were going well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might actually be like two full days of filming. And it would be miserable, right? Yes. Yeah. It, but, yeah. It, yes. I used so to, I want to go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, so I think there were a couple talking head videos that I did in the past where I mm-hmm. scripted them and I didn't uh, I didn't use a teleprompter. So what yeah. I would do is I would script it, but then I would also script where I would have B-roll cutaway shots. So, so you I, knew where you could pick your paper up and just directly read it. Exactly. Yeah. I'd be like, I get these two sentences out, and then it's going to cut to a panning shot of like the Odie's oil can that I'm reviewing right now. Oh, and then it, oh <laughs> easy. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then it'll cut back to me, and then I can just pick up on the next sentence. So that's yeah. a little tip for anybody who's not using a teleprompter. But much better to use a teleprompter. Yes, a thousand times easier. So the... I'm happy with the video. Yes. I'm stuck with what I want the title to be. So I want to live workshop this with you. Okay. Okay. My prior video was called, I lost more than half my business. Okay. What about I more than doubled my business? (laughs) Ooh. Okay. So I I like that. Okay. I'm going to write that down more. Let's see. Like kind of. Double business. Yeah, like I was I, thinking, like I saved my failing business or something. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, how I rescued my business. Okay. Um. Uh, how? So like, I'm kind of like you. Gotta, this is one of those things. It's yeah. like you no, gotta like find this. something this punchy. Yes. That's clickbaity but yes. still truthful yes but yeah. people go oh wow like yes. i lost more than half my business you're like damn i want to know what happened yeah how i brought my mm. business back from the brink it needs to be punchier than it needs to be shorter than that it's too though. wordy yeah right. it's too wordy too. that's what i struggle with all the time um i saved my failing business i kind of like that i one. saved my fa- yeah that's not bad that's not bad i yeah Hmm. Let's see if anybody has got um, anything in the live chat. Yeah, we got any good live Nothing chat. Nothing yet. Okay. How I saved my fortune. Oh. That's not bad. Yeah. 
Um, How would, yeah. You need to find a way to encapsulate that your business was about to fail and you'd like, got it back and you need to do that in as like as few words as possible i think yeah almost like my business almost died yes until i did this yes yes uh Ooh. what about what about this like all capitals saved my business oh okay i like that <laughs> um yeah see now now we're getting somewhere yeah um, okay, this saved my business. I don't know. Yeah, oh. that might be the best I have in the tank. I like that. Okay. I, this, I, well, if people in the in the live chat throw some uh, throw some ideas in there on the live stream on YouTube, and uh, we'll revisit them during the mid show. Yes, but and, I also uh, need the thumbnail to be you with a big gold chain, sunglasses, and then a stack of money in your hands. <laughs> So I don't know what I'm going to do for the thumbnail. Yeah, I know. Should I just be like, should it be very similar to my other one where I'm like, buy my woodworking tool so people can tell it's a woodworking video. And also that it's a continuation of that video. Yeah, maybe I hold a Ryobi drill. Oh, what's this? This saved my business. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, that's And people are going to be like, no, Ryobi sucks, man. Yes, that's, or yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Okay, you like that one? I, I think I like that. This, this saved, saved my, business. my business. Yeah. I think that's mm. I think that's a that's a quality video. How about right this there. saved my failing business? Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. I mean it's I, I you know what, you got the you got the, the tube buddy. I would A B test the two of those. Yeah, I'm too lazy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, it, those are some good ideas. Yeah, okay, and then okay. uh, if oh. anybody, you know, if you think of anything, it comes up to you. Let yes. me know. Yes. Um, OK, so I want to grab something real quick. I, Stand I need, by. I need Zach to will be right back. It's this is to answer a viewer qu- or a Patreon user. OK, question. well, Patreon whose question, question is it? It's a what of Corey's Halloween. All right. Well, stand by. We're waiting for Zach to come back. Oh, he's here. He's getting his headset on and he's back and I'm back. So, Eric, answer me this. If this was a product you could buy in stores, would you buy this? OK, OK. I saw you do this on your Instagram stories the other yeah. day. So this is a question from Corey Duvall, one of yes. our patrons. Actually, he's one of our top tier patrons our one yeah. of our cockers. Oh, yeah. Corey uh- Duvall and Scott Scott Eastman from mm-hmm. Eastie's Woodshop. Mm-hmm. As well as our power cocker, Wes Willard. Wes Willard. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Corey saw your Instagram story the other day, where you basically dyed your Dewalt drill Correct. that's yellow. Yes. All black. So and he wants to know: Are you gonna do this to other tools? Because I think it looks sick. It looks sick, right? Like this. Lo- right. I, I don't know. I think it looks really cool. And the best part about this is that dye is really in there. So I took a knife and I was like scratching away yeah. at it and it doesn't like scratch back to yellow. You had to get really deep into it before you get back to the yellow. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So a couple caveats. This is kind of an older DeWalt impact driver that I did it on. I also yeah. did it to a newer drill as well as a craftsman flashlight I had. 
it didn't work as well for those. So I think the type of plastic is really important. Um, I did it with hmm. a newer DeWalt drill and it actually looked pretty cool. Um, it, but it, it wasn't this, it kind of went this like army green color as opposed to like this impact driver for people oh. who are just listening is like pure black. Um, yeah, it looks, it looks like my little Makita subcompact thingy. And that's, that's where I got the idea because Makita yeah. does these really cool special edition blackout yeah. tools. And I was like, oh man, why doesn't DeWalt do that? So my secret hope is that I can use this video because I recorded a whole video about the process. I can use. Oh yeah, dude! I think that'll be a big hit. I think that's killer. You know, maybe we can brainstorm the, the name for it. Yeah. Uh, um, but I'm hoping I can pressure Dewalt into starting to do blackout edition tools. Because I also did a poll on my Instagram: if Dewalt made this, would you buy it? And 80% of people said yes, they would in fact buy it. So yeah, I think the demand is there for sure. I mean, who's not excited about like special edition? Exactly. Whatever. Exactly. People love the special edition stuff, me included. Right. Yeah. And do you know how easy it would be for DeWalt to oh. do something with that? Dude. It's literally the same damn drill. You just yes. change the color of yeah. the blow molded plastic. Well, that's the thing. It's just a different pigment in the plastic, I'm sure. It's got to be super easy for them. Right. Other than you have to now start like a different product code yeah and, yeah to you know, like a different kind of stuff, skew but. or whatever but charge ten dollars more for it people would pay that oh dude 50 bucks more people would still exactly. pay for it exactly exactly it'd be like a collector's item people go nuts for it so okay so hmm what are we gonna name this video so i don't know i was playing around with it um i was thinking like how to know. black out your tools. Or yeah, something or like I that. was thinking like DeWalt special edition, like blackout, uh, you know, something like that. And the rarest DeWalt drill. That's, yeah. Just yeah. that. Yeah, the rarest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that might be it. <laughs> the and then it's just a real tight shot. All right, you're going to put it on your outfeed table. Yeah. A real tight shot yep. with a really, really shallow depth of field. So yes. the drill is super crispy, but then yes. you can see workshop stuff in the background, but it's nice and blurry. Dude, I already took that photo. <laughs> Man, I just need to, I just need to take your job. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> um, I also have a couple variations on that. So I have that, and then I have me behind it, like reaching for it, like I really like it. Um, oh, I like that. I yeah, like that. so I'm going to try a few few different ones. I also have a really cool shot of me picking up the shell out of the vat of boiling black dye. Oh, so, yeah. So I was like, that might no be No text on that one. No text on that one. That's just yeah, like yeah, a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a ra you're just raw dog in that one. Exactly, exactly. I, I'm I'm so on the, uh, the, the process shot, but like thumbnails... Just take a clip from the video. You're so right. Like I've been, tr I've been A/B testing these a lot lately, and those ones always do better than like the staged, like pristine thumbnails you take. So, I know. Yeah. I hate it though. Yeah. But it works. <laughs> it works. It, it's a great way to like show. You, you just take like the most curiosity peaking portion of the video. You're like right. in motion. You're doing something, and the like the audience is like, "Oh, what's that?" Like. My skateboard video, I had like a nice photo of me on the board next to my truck. And it was like all this text. It was like I Too tried much. really hard on it. Didn't do anything. Then I took a photo of me just like flipping the of the battery onto the board. And that video started collecting views pretty, pretty well.
So I'll be honest with you. I stole the idea from Cam at Blacktail Studios because he does that with a lot of his. Yeah. And dude, it works. It works. It just it does. So those are my two the two ideas for the thumbnails. A crispy shot of it with a blurry background and just the tool, or me pulling it out of the vat of dye. So one that I changed is when I did like the dust collection on my DIY router table thingy. Yep. That video didn't do a damn thing. And then I literally just changed it to a thumbnail of me like taking my hand and pushing sawdust into yes, like yeah. the hole. Yeah. And I mean, it got like 15,000 views or whatever, which is decent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll take that. I mean, what, that's like, yeah, that's like over 60% engagement for you. So that's not yeah. bad. Like what a crappy thumbnail though. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, I guess it's just like curiosity driven. Yeah. The vast majority of the people who watch our stuff have no interest in actually building it. Yeah. Which yeah. is really hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Well, I mean? it's, it's, I, I don't know what to talk about. Like, cause I kind of gear my videos to, as if somebody was going to build this thing. So I try to make it like as informational as possible, Yeah, but it almost, I don't know. It's, it almost doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. Yeah. But so like, for example, like what's something else that I would, I would maybe watch a video of. Uh, I think it's really interesting to watch videos of like people building whole homes and stuff like right. that. Right. I don't necessarily need to know about like the King stud and the Jack stud and yeah. stuff like just, just put it together. Yeah, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm interested just watching yeah. you put it together. Yeah. It's interesting. I think I need to uh, appreciate that a little bit more. Like people just want to see the process and not, they're not necessarily going to recreate it at home. I know. Yeah. I know. And, but it's so tough for me. Like I'm like, do I go in like a full detail, like tutorial of how to do it? Or yeah. am I just going to kind of like show you clips of me building it while I just kind of talk about the project? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think you'd be better served like talking about, I don't know, <laughs> like things that are more relatable to the average person, you know, like talk about like the, the inspiration for the project and all these things rather than like the technical details of every step you're doing. But I don't know. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But then for me, like after I've done a project, I'd be like, yeah, well, you know, I was just thinking about building a chair. So uh, I built one. I built a chair. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I can't talk about that for 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I just kind of bore myself. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, to answer, but to, so to answer Corey's question, if what I'm going to black out next, I don't actually know. All Do you have any? Yeah, I, I mean, I would love to do all my tools like this, but evidently the newer ones don't die as well, so I'm not too sure what I should do on that front. Is it like the newer ones, the plastic is like slicker? I think so, because I noticed that um, on... So I also did... I dyed a, the couple battery cases, and mm -hmm. so I just disassembled a battery and like put... Because, you know, on DeWalt tools, half of the case is yellow and half of it's black. Yeah, so I yeah. just took the yellow part, put that in the, the vat of dye. Um, and I noticed that on the textured part, so on the outside it's texture, but then on the inside it's like shiny plastic. And uh -huh. I noticed that the textured part took the dye better than the shiny plastic part did. But I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's probably a more porous surface because it's been like, I don't know, sandblasted or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So you said you're doing a whole video on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Give me the the 30 second overview of how it works. because I'm okay. very curious. Okay. So there's this product called Rit Dye. 
which is a die for clothing, R-I-T. You get okay. you put that in a solution with water. So I think it's oh, supposed it's to be five dollars. Yeah, it's really cheap. So you need two bottles of it. You put that okay. into a, a mixture with water. You uh, and then you also add five percent acetone, heat it up to okay. about two hundred degrees, and then put your parts in it. For Fahrenheit or Celsius? Fahrenheit. Okay. Uh, yeah, if it was Celsius, it would all evaporate. <laughs> That's I was like, dude, you're ripping that water. <laughs> yeah. And then you put it in there for like, you know, this one actually went really quickly. I would say this died in like 10 minutes, maybe. And then okay. the other stuff I had in there for like two hours and it didn't it didn't go nearly didn't as well. take. Yeah, it just didn't okay. take nearly as well. You can mess around with. So the acetone opens up like the pores of the plastic to let the sure. dye in. Yeah. Sure. So you can mess with the ratio of the acetone depending on what you're trying to do. But I found five. I, dude, I think it's a well. killer idea. I think it's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really happy. I dude, I didn't think it would turn out this well when I first started. And also surprisingly easy to disassemble these tools and then reassemble them. There's just a couple screws, right? Yeah, there's like eight screws here, and then it just clamshelled off, clamshelled off. The internals are basically all one part. So yeah, yeah, it was interesting to see. That's cool. I'm, a, but you know, people are going to be like, but that's going to avoid my warranty. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I did it with like a four-year-old impact driver, one that I have seven or eight of. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, there's there's more to life than warranties, people. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I love when people get all like hot and bothered about warranties that are like irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. It's like, also like, look at this tool. Like, this is being th- to hell and back. It's all like beat up. Oh, you can't oh yeah. But. It's like if I sent this to DeWalt and was like, I need to make a warranty claim on it. They'd be like, dude, you ran over this thing with your car. We're not warrantying this. <laughs> uh, that, that'd be a good way. I could, if I still had all any of my rigid tools, I could yeah. dye them black and then people, oh, would, yeah. people would never know. Yeah, you should try. You should try. Yeah. I don't have any, though. Um, I also have an upcoming video that I wanted to talk to you about. So the title of it is it comes from a discussion we had, I think, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. The title of it is DeWalt is making a huge mistake. Oh, yeah. And, you got me right there. Uh, <laughs> don't remember, even tell me what the video is no, about. You don't What's know? your okay. thumbnail going to be? I, I think it's just me holding uh, like a DeWalt impact driver, some, some sort of DeWalt tool, like and like maybe looking a little disgusted. That's a disgusted face. There yeah, you go. Boom. Yeah, OK, exactly. now, Henry, what's the video? So we talked before about how the Craftsman batteries and the DeWalt batteries are not compatible, right? Uh, They're very close. They're very close. And I opened up a Craftsman battery when I was doing this project and I found out that, so a a DeWalt tool has four pins that connect Uh the battery. A Craftsman tool has five pins. Mm. Those five pins, there's not, they're all wired together. There's just... The, the the pins are irrelevant. So they're literally just adding another pin so that you can't share the batteries. Yeah. So oh, my whole my whole concept for this video is that DeWalt is or Stanley Black and Decker is the parent company. They're screwing themselves over by not allowing cross compatibility between their tools, because I think that would inspire people to stay loyal. You know, you start with the craftsman stuff. You love it, but you're like, I need something better. I'm going to upgrade to the DeWalt. I already have all these batteries, so I'm just going to start buying DeWalt tools like crazy. Yeah. But the way it's set up right now, you can't share those batteries. So when you're looking to upgrade, you're like, oh, maybe I'm going to go to Milwaukee now because I can't use all my old batteries. But 
I think the whole tool industry, they don't want the average Joe to know that all of these brands are the same. Yeah. Rigid, Ryobi, Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. They're all the same. But why? Why do they why maintain this facade? I don't know, man. <laughs> Again, I, these are people who make way more money than we do. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> One of these days, right? Maybe this YouTube video really pops up and then I, I'll buy Stanley Black and Decker. Yeah. Put, put it the way I see it. <laughs> put it up as a short and, yeah, and get yeah. to get $5.70. Yeah. Um, an interesting, I just, so I, I was thinking about an addendum to the title of the video because Bosch is actually coming out with a line of batteries that is compatible across their entire tool line. And they're making it compatible with a bunch of other partner companies. Who are their uh, Bosch? So Bosch, um, Fine is another one. Okay, so hold on, let me look this up. Bosch um, Battery Alliance. Uh, Bosch Global. What, they had like a they share amp or something like that. I don't know what that is. I'm amp not share. a musician. Bosch Amp Share. Okay, hold on here. I got this right here. Um, so, come on, give me... Okay, so Bosch, Wagner, Gardena, oh. Gloria, Rapid. She's nice. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of companies here that I haven't heard of, which I assume are probably European brands. Um, Cox, Fine, yeah. Hummel, <laughs> Brennan Stoll. I think yeah, there's definitely some European companies in here. Rothberger. But look look at this look at this chart here. Those is, are uh, all is Hikoki in there? Uh I don't know. No, I don't see it. Um hmm. but look those That's those, cool though. Yeah, they're all gonna share the same battery platform. I'm all in. So I was thinking if I had unlimited space for text uh for the title of the video would be DeWalt is making a huge mistake. Or, and so is every other tool company except for Bosch. <laughs> I See, that's one of those things. It's so hard to be so concise about exactly, exactly. what you want to say yeah. in the title. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. I like the idea, though. I think that's I think that's an interesting video. That's going to be more kind of like a talking head video. Totally, totally. That's going to be me and a teleprompter for 20 minutes. And then hopefully it'll cut together into a nice short little video. Dude, I'm telling you, you got to make it long. Yeah. Yeah. You think like a 25 minute long? It worked for me, man. Yeah. The long video. This is the thing about YouTube is that the long videos perform really well. There's such a like bias towards making videos longer. Yeah. Um, Not everyone. Yeah. But a fair majority of them that do well seem to be longer videos. Yes. I th- I've yeah, I've I feel like I often get punished for making shorter videos. Well, because so. you get like the average view time. It's like, yeah. oh, your average view time is half of what it was before. And you're like, yes. Yeah. But if they people watch 70 percent of the video. They're like, I don't care. It's it, short. It, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me with a video recently. It had really good. It was like uh, it had really good uh, completion as like a percentage. Sure. But the number, the total number was not as high as some of my other videos. So it didn't, it, you know, I you get you get the little gray arrow that says this video is getting less watch yeah. time than your other videos. And that's like counts yeah. as a negative mark against you. So, dude, I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious if I put out. I think I'm going to try, like I said, try to put that 
uh, video I told you about earlier out yeah. like tomorrow, maybe if yeah. I can get it done. Yeah. Um, it's almost, it's like 27, 28 minutes. If dude, if that does well too, I know that the YouTube is now just the long game. The long game. Yeah. Well, I'm still waiting for your 40 minute dining table video. <laughs> 44 minutes. <laughs> 44, I think. 44. Um, yeah. So I was actually planning on bringing that out, but then I got talking to Whitney from Craig and like, I told you I was having that. I was, I, maybe not, maybe we talked about it in the after show. We'd been going back and forth with these projects for like the fall and winter. And right. then like she just like stopped responding, which is very unlike her. Mm-hmm. Finally heard back from her yesterday and she's like, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry. She's she's like the content part of my job is just one of my roles. Uh, and there was just a firestorm going on. So just all of that stuff just got kind of pushed to the side. Gotcha. So now she's like, well, we missed the September can we do October, November and December? Yeah. But she's like, but we're having like some promotions for the holidays on specific tools. So can you kind of like work these tools into the projects? So now I'm like, well, now I have to come up with different projects. Yeah. And it's yeah. like pro- a really Whitney, quick turnaround. <laughs> I didn't want to tell her that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, now this is going to be tough. Can you, is there and, a way you can like go back? Like, I guess it, uh, it'd be hard to like retcon in like yeah. Craig tools into a project that's already done. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And could you, so okay, like, here's Damn it. Now I got to come up with new projects. Here's no, no, wait, 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 wait. Here's a way that I think maybe you could do it. Okay. You pitch them on this. Find a step of the, the project that you did. That would have been easier if you had a Craig tool. So say like, I really wish that I had this like Craig tool for this step because it would have made it so much easier. And by the way, this is currently on sale for the holidays. Mm, mm, That's not a terrible idea. I mean, it's it might just, you know, rescue that video from not being sponsorable. Yeah. (sighs) Hmm. Or I just I I think so. What I want to pitch to, to Craig, one of them is. Uh, my sister reached out or didn't reach out. My sister was like, Hey, I want a wine rack. And <laughs> yeah, she okay. sent me, Oh dude, it's the ugliest effing wine rack in the world, <laughs> but this is what she wants so bad. And I think it'll be like pretty damn easy to build. I mean, look at this thing. It's an eyesore. It's just like a corner cabinet. Oh, with a bunch yeah, of wine. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's not very yeah. interesting if, yeah. for anybody thinking of it. Think of a top down view of a pizza. And it's a quarter of a pizza. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a a quarter of a moon slapped in a corner with like wine bottles on it. It looks yeah. like hell. Yeah. But that'll be pretty easy to knock out. Mm-hmm. And it counts as like a Christmas and birthday gift. Right. And yeah. I have some hideous red oak that <laughs> I need to use up. Yeah. So the wood is going to be free. Yeah. And she loves red oak because she likes really awful looking things. <laughs> um. So I was like, I guess I can knock that out. And then the other one that Whitney really wanted was like a DIYer's first workbench. Oh, interesting. But that's tough for you because you don't really have space to store a second workbench. Dude, right? I'm just going to build it and, and then just for, take it apart. Take it apart. What about if you um, you should reach out to Chris um, from the Cats oh, Moses see Foundation. if anybody needs it. Yeah, see if anybody in your area needs a, a work. That's a good idea. Yeah. You know what? Okay, okay no, a, even better idea. Well, 
find somebody that needs a workbench in your area. Give it to them as a Christmas gift. Boom. Christmas special episode. Now you're talking. <laughs> now you're talking. Here, um, I have an idea for a video that I've been kind of wanting to pitch to like DeWalt or some big tool company. I have a, I, have, I know the emails at DeWalt. So I was thinking um, just like Christmas special, like if they give me a bunch of tools, like I'll just drive around and look for people you know, working on projects outside or maybe at the Home Depot. Dude. They're loading up lumber. I'm like, here you go. Like, here's a brand new DeWalt impact driver so you can frame a little easier. Here's a circular saw to make it. You know what I mean? That is genius. I think people like the charity videos. I think I would have a lot of fun doing it and it'd be like great promotion for. Dude, I'm writing that down. Yeah. (laughs) As uh that dude 100% is going on my video idea list okay, okay. not gonna happen this year okay but i absolutely love that and i uh gifting tools for christmas okay i told you i'm doing the that cat's moses charity thing for a guy here yeah i reached out to a bunch of different brands um a, a lot of brands they wanted to to donate some extra stuff to give to this guy. A lot of brands didn't even like respond or they just, they literally just said, no, we're not interested. I was like, Oh really? Like not even like a t-shirt or like some drill bits or something. I thought that was a little weird. Yeah, definitely. Huh? Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. I I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes these brands like, I wonder if they're all there. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's like the easiest layup opportunity for like goodwill, good publicity. Like doesn't really cost them anything at the end of the day. So let's say DeWalt gives you 15 impact drivers. Yeah. Okay. That's f- like revenue. What? $3,000 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Generously. cost is maybe 600 bucks yeah and i think that's generous (laughs) yeah yeah they're gonna basically spend 600 dollars to get just a buttload of fantastic publicity yeah yeah why would you not do that i know right and then the title of your video what giving away three thousand dollars worth of tools or something like that yeah yeah I was I was thinking, yeah, uh, giving people tools they need or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll workshop it a little closer to the, the release yeah. date. Surprising strangers with $3,000 of tools. Beautiful. Beautiful. Something like that. Exactly. You know people are going to click on that. Yes, exactly. Hmm. I, uh, I love it. Yeah. These are one of those, like, be honest, how long ago did you come up with this video idea? Actually, a while ago. I've been kind of thinking about That's it. smart. For- yeah, I've been thinking about it for a bit. I was uh, the other option I had was um, or the other idea I had was potentially trying to find like a high school wood class, wood shop class and like outfit I them with it. a bunch of tools. Uh, I like that. I, I mean, like I might uh, honestly, I might try and do both. We'll see. Yeah, I think the doing it to multiple people that are strangers. Yes. Would get you more. Yeah, I think I would try and do it like man on the street style. Like I would get my video right. editor to come out, just follow me around with a camera. And like, right. it would be literally like a, just a bunch of really quick clips cut together. Right, right, right. 
Yeah. Dude, I love the idea. Okay. All right. I'm going to pitch it to, to Walt, see if they go for it. See, this is we just workshop and video ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we need to do. <laughs> uh, we got some questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got? We got 55 minutes. We got time. Yeah, let's do one or two quick questions. Okay, and then. quick question. This is going to be a hot one, and okay. I hope you pick the right answer. Craig, one of our patron patrons, wants to know, flip-flops I saw this or Crocs? One. I saw this one. I, I want to hear your answer first. So I can see you going I, either way on this. I love myself a good pair of flip-flops. Mm-hmm. However, but four or so years, four or five years ago, I've been razzing on one of my buddies for Crocs mm-hmm. for the longest time. And I finally bought myself a pair to piss off Miranda. <laughs> yeah. That was the sole intention of yes, buying them. Yes. As men do, yeah. right? You do things just to annoy your significant you other. Yeah. I didn't know that a couple hours into these Crocs, I was going to be like, dude, where have these been my entire <laughs> life? I am all in on the Croc game. Really? Okay. Okay. So I've never actually worn a pair of Crocs. Doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, should I go and get it? I mean, I do like the idea of getting myself a pair to troll Sophie. So that sounds... Would she be pissed? I think so. I think so. But you know, they're like... they're like popular now. Like the kids yes. are wearing them. And yeah. Stuff. Oh, and there's like all sorts of special edition Crocs too. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. um, I have a friend who's really into camping, and he loves them because he says they're they're like mostly air, so they weigh nothing. You clip yeah. them on the outside of your bag, and then when oh, yeah. you get into the campsite at the end of the night, and your feet are sore from being in your hiking boots all day, you take off the hiking boots, you throw the Crocs on, and you're good to go. You air your mm-hmm. feet a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I have to answer flip-flops, though, because I own flip-flops and I don't own Crocs. That's fair. That's fair. Although I, I will say I prefer a pair of slides as opposed to flip-flops. I don't like that little thong between my big toe and my second biggest toe. The only slides that I have are the one that a certain really obnoxious... Uh, apparel company that I have to f- fill out oh, my uh, yes, 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 yes. contract with. Yes. One month left, baby, and then I'm <laughs> done with them. Um, I have those and I wear them in the shower at hockey, but I know I like the ones that go in, in my toes better. You like the toe? Okay, all right. Yeah. I just don't like being Maybe penetrated I'm just a by the little strap. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey oh. That doesn't get us the explicit, does it? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm actually on my Printful, which is like the the drop shipping thing. Yeah, and I was seeing if you could do if I could do some special off the cut Crocs. Oh, they don't have Crocs oh. though. They do have slides. Yeah. Okay, okay, that'd be dope. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? We just start doing the show every day. We're all kitted out in off the cut, off gear. the cut everything, off the cut hat, off the cut windbreaker. Which I just want to say. For the amount of times that people dog us about waiting on their windbreaker, yeah, only one person has ordered one. Uh, I think Corey sent me. Was it Corey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only Corey's the only one who bought one. Yeah, he got one. He, he sent me a message saying he got it. He got a navy, said, which I think is kind of a mistake. He should have done camo, Corey, but whatever. Yeah, he <laughs> said he was wearing it to work the other day. Nice, nice. But see, this is the thing about making merch and apparel. Everybody gasses you up and is like, oh, I'm going to buy that for sure. Yeah. No one ever buys a damn yeah, Give them time. Give them time. The holiday yeah. season's coming up. A lot of people That's are going to get this for their significant others. <laughs> All the, everyone is going to be like, man, my, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, what they need 
off the cut ra- windbreaker. Uh, windbreaker. I was gonna call it rain jacket. <laughs> it's not a rain jacket. No, how dare you? But it is a nice one. It's the uh, it's like champion brand. Yeah, yeah. No, it's nice. I I was really shocked when I first saw it. I was like, oh, I like I legitimately want that. No, yeah. not just because it's because it's my has the podcast logo on it. It's just a nice looking windbreaker. Right. And I don't have, I need a windbreaker. Yeah, me too. I mean, me who too. doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Do you, I, oh, I want to know, do you think they got matching pants to go with it? Oh, of course they do. Get that full camo suit going on. Would they be like nylon pants though? Yeah, they go. <laughs> Let's see. We'll have I'm to stop their... wearing them during the podcast because they'll make too much noise. It'll be pants, distracting. Bottoms, uh, sweatpants and joggers, pants. You can get uh, track pants. You think that's what it is? Yeah, 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 probably. I mean, maybe. Track pants? Yeah, track pants, yeah. I don't know. This website sucks. I'm not dealing with this right now. Okay, we'll do it in the after show. Yeah. We got time for one more question? Yeah, yeah, let's get hit people with another question. They're tired of hearing us hawk their windbreakers at them. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think there were some... This is from... This uh, I think we can hit this one. This okay. is not from Patreon. This is our oh. last regular uh. question. And, you know, we don't have any more regular questions coming in. So anybody who's a regular person mm-hmm. wants to send us some questions, off to cut podcast at gmail.com. It's a good place to send them. So this is from... Oh, Jesus. Uh-oh. The... At... Oh my god! This has got to be a typo. T h e e, t e h, c n i c i n a. What in the hell? I'm just gonna say the technician. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I googled it and nothing comes up. I'm gonna say the technician. Sorry, I don't can't pronounce that. How do you handle the ups and downs of content creation? Yeah, it's a good question, actually. Um, there's a lot of them <laughs> yeah there's a lot of ups and downs it's you know one minute you're on top of the world because your last video did great and then you put out two stinkers and you're like man i spent weeks of my life working on these videos that are just not getting seen by anybody i think right. um diversification definitely helps i think yeah. i've talked about that a little bit being on multiple platforms you can be blowing up on youtube and doing horrible on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, at least I'm doing well on one of them right now. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of carries you through. Um, I, and I think just a little bit of perspective helps too. Like the first few times it happens, when you go like way up on a, you know, on like a, I'm trying, yeah. like, uh, I don't know, like an ego trip almost. You're like, oh, I'm doing so well. I'm killing it. And then you come crashing back down the other side. Once you've done that cycle like three or four times, you're like, okay, I have a little bit of perspective now. Like, yes, it's not always going to be like the best time ever. But you know that the it'll come again. And you, you just kind of ride the waves. I remember the first time I got like 50,000 views in a day on YouTube. Yeah. And I was like, this Whoa. is it. Yeah. yeah. This is it. Yeah. And then two days later, I was back down to like 200 views. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> my YouTube channel's dead. Yeah. This is over. Yeah. Like, yeah, once that's... you have that happen 15 times, yes. you're like, oh, cool. I got a bunch of views today. They'll exactly. be dead tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, it's nice to manage your own expectations, too. Like, I'm still... 
always surprised when a video does well. Yeah. So I, I don't go into it expecting much out of most of my videos. So to, when one of them does well, it's like a nice surprise almost. So yeah, managing your own expectations. But I did, I, I think there was a while there, I I think I hit like a streak where I had a few videos go to like 100,000 views yeah, in like the first week great. of releasing them. And I was like, okay, this is it. Like I'm finally, finally blown up on YouTube. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call up all my enemies and tell them to suck it. <laughs> 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 and then and then you put out that one it was like you put out the like the sound dampening panel thing yeah and you put yeah. out you put something else out and then yeah. like three weeks later i had like two thousand views dude it's brutal yeah yeah but it is it is what it is you know yeah it, i mean that's the truth and i always tell people like one it's not it's not like if it's going to happen it will happen you're going to do fantastic one day and then awful the next yes just like it's so it's kind of like investing like mm-hmm. you're in yeah. this for the long haul. Yes. Like, yeah. oh, like if you look at your investments like this year, you're like, oh, I lost 30, 40 percent. Well, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yep. Just keep just keep moving. Yeah. Yep. Keep going on. And yep. you, that's going to be a little bloop. Exactly. When you look at it 10 years from now. And every time, you know, every time there's you're at a peak and every time you're at a trough, there's always some sort of like. There's there's learning to be had there. What did I yeah. do well that got me that success? And what yeah. did I not do well on that video that, you know, it made it not successful? And try and like honestly appraise it. Try and keep your ego out of it a little bit. Try and be as analytical as you can. Um, there's a lot you can learn from those moments. Yeah. And maybe after you do that, also just take a step back and look at a bigger picture. So yeah. if we're just talking money wise. Okay. Yeah. Me first year. I lost yeah. a boatload yeah. of cash doing this yeah. year two. I was like, Oh, I made like a thousand bucks. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Then year three, you're like, Oh, I made a little bit money. And, yeah. and then a <laughs> little bit money, a little, little bit, bit of money, money. <laughs> yeah. this year. Actually, I, I, I surpassed my, my goal. Nice. I don't think the, the number is relevant to share, but my goal was to make more money this year than I did at my first uh, oh. full-time job out of college. Oh, I like that. And I just passed it this morning. Oh, congrats, man. That's what Thanks, amazing. Thanks, man. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like, it's... Okay. The... I mean, <laughs> the money definitely helps. You know, like, right. even if you're not doing great that particular week on that particular platform, you'd be like... I am actually making an income from this though. And yeah. that's and that's yeah. always very reassuring. It's like, okay, this is actually like I am seeing like dividends from all my hard work. Sure. It's tough when you're doing it at first and you're not seeing that and you're still having the peaks and troughs. So the 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 money is like uh it's a good to zoom out and see like okay, this is a business that's generating revenue. Even if it's not going exactly my way this week, it's on an upward trajectory and that's always nice to see. Right. I mean, I'm sure you're like me. You have some huge months where you're like, man, I'm tripling what I make at my day job. And yeah. then other months where you're like, it's not, I wouldn't have been able to survive <laughs> on this. Oh man. I had a couple months that were close to zero this year, but then I also had right. some other big months. So yeah, sure. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's one of those things that you people need to realize. Like, yeah. 
you, people are going to experience the same thing with more mm-hmm. or less zeros in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe you made $10 one month and $1 next month, or you made $1,000 one month and 10000 the next month. Yeah. Everyone has those up and downs. Yeah, it's just sometimes it feels like it's more pronounced in the uh, the content world. Yes. Because, you know, like yes. if you have a regular day job, it's like you're getting your paycheck no matter what, essentially. Uh, yeah, for the yeah. most part, yeah. 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 Unless you're like a highly volatile like sales thing or something true. like that. Very but true. people who are in a, that sort of role also understands the, the peaks and valleys of, mm-hmm. of that income and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I think we sufficiently answered that. What do you yeah, say we I think uh, so. we we head over to the after show and answer some more questions? All right, sounds good to me. All right. Well, everybody, uh, as always, genuinely, we don't just say this as filler. We appreciate you listening. Yeah, we really uh, do. We're we're starting to pick up a little bit bigger audience. I think that Jay Cats episode helped out. Yeah, having having yeah. big time celebrities like Jay Cats on the show is definitely good for the oh, numbers. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and if you guys aren't signed up for patreon his after show is hilarious that story he told us oh yeah we got a good story (laughs) out of him (laughs) so one of the questions was like what is something that you will regret the most about your younger days and Mm -hmm. let me tell you he did not hold back no he had a good answer he had a good answer that was quite incriminating yeah i mean i think statute of limitations he's probably okay to talk about that at this point but yeah it's one of those stories you probably wouldn't want to tell your mother or grandmother about. Definitely not. Definitely yeah. not. But everybody, thanks for listening. We will see you over on the after show. Mm-hmm. Or if you're too cheap, we'll see you next week. That's right. We will. <laughs> see you, everybody. All right. See you guys.